this is Pod Academy. I'm Tess Woodcraft. In the year 2000, the UN established eight Millennium Development Goals, sometimes abbreviated to MDGs, broad targets for eradicating poverty and disease and improving worldwide rates of primary education, maternal health and gender equality. It was a new approach to development policy which focused and directed international attention and efforts. There's inevitably been some criticism, mainly because some crucial areas for development are not included in the goals and they've got left behind. And one such area is higher education, something which of course is of great interest to many Pod Academy listeners. Now the 15-year lifespan of the Millennium Development Goals is nearly up and organisations are campaigning and lobbying for a new set of goals. One organisation is the Association of Commonwealth Universities, the ACU, a body with 600 universities in membership around the globe. For example, Bangalore University in India, University of Lagos in Nigeria, Oxford University here in the UK, the Bhutto Institute of Science and Technology in Pakistan, and the University of the West Indies in Jamaica. The ACU is making the case that higher education, tertiary education, is fundamental to development. And I went to meet Jay Cooper, who's working on the campaign at the ACU headquarters in Woburn Place in central London. I started by asking Jay to fill us in to tell us what's happening now. Where we're at at the moment is the, the goals expire next year and we are currently in a period of lots of debate, lots of discussion. A high panel has been convened to look at what priorities should be in place for the next 10 to 15 years for development. The UN has already established 12 illustrative goals and they are designed to kind of lead towards five fundamental transformational shifts. Leave no one behind, put sustainable development at the core, transform economies for jobs and inclusive growth, build peace and effective open and accountable institutions for all and the final one is forge um, a new global partnership now they may sound they sound very woolly don't they in some ways you can criticize them for being vague but at the same time it has to be broad enough to encompass the vast spectrum of developmental need and challenge and so i think Inevitably, with a process like that, there will be some vagueness and just hopefully through the specific goals that will emerge, um, there will be more focus in terms of how to achieve those rather um, lofty ideals. So where does higher education come in? Higher education is absolutely fundamental to development. I would challenge anybody to argue that higher education isn't intrinsic to achieving any of the Millennium Development Goals as they currently exist or the illustrative goals that will emerge um, or the the kind of framework that will emerge through this process. Two-thirds of our membership are in low- and middle-income countries, so we're very concerned about issues around higher education and development, and we've always been a body that convenes opinion and perspectives across across the globe. The importance of higher education in transforming societies having an impact on kind of cultural social political economic development is key for us and we want to ensure that that is recognized more broadly it's recognized by decision makers by policy makers and that we're able to act and it's in universities themselves being very proactive in asserting their role and 
being clear and proud in stating what they're already doing in this area and how they're contributing to development and their societies more broadly. So how are they contributing? One example that comes to mind that directly relates to um, the Global Development Goals is a submission from the University of Northampton about early years research and they have been very active in looking at the importance of early years to wider opportunities and prospects for people across the board, not not just in developing countries. And it has contributed directly to prominent UK politician advocating for a global development goal. So university research can feed into the policy making process. And, and I think again that's very important for us to see that policy making is evidence-based and universities are key engines of developing evidence, developing knowledge, developing innovation that underpins developmental progress. What about the, 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 the perhaps more specific skills like let's say university courses, undergraduate courses or postgraduate courses. Is that an area that you think that that HE offers the the development agenda? It goes back to the heart or the core mission of universities and of higher education. So universities are generating, they're producing knowledgeable, critical thinkers who will be our next generation of leaders, of policy makers, of scientists, teachers, engineers, health practitioners. And so universities form the human capital, if you like, that will be necessary for sustained development in any sphere. You then have research creating new knowledge, innovative solutions in a development context to kind of local developmental challenges. So can you achieve global development goals without it being underpinned by a research base, if you like? Can you give me an example there of how a a university's got engaged with a development process? I can talk about a programme that I think is very interesting and I think it links in to the notion of research and putting research into use but also about the other focus or mission of universities which is about social engagement and working with the societies in which you operate and it's a program very successful program that that we've been involved with called the development research university uptake in sub-saharan africa and it's involved working with around 24 universities in sub-saharan africa and it's looking at how universities can strengthen their capacity to put research into use now it sounds quite straightforward of course if you do research you want it to be applied you want it to be put into use especially if it's developmentally focused research but you would be surprised at how um, unprepared a lot of institutions are in terms of how they network or how they engage with politicians and policy makers how they engage with local communities with local farmers with local civil society groups so that the research and the very kind of important and fundamental research that is going on within their institutions needs to get out there and this project has seen you know great results in terms of actually getting research into use so is your campaign partly about 
influencing the policymakers in the UN and partly about influencing universities themselves to get more involved Ab- and more, more actively engaged. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because it's not a one-way process. It's not just about us as the ACU working with our members and saying, look at us, look at how great we, we are, looking, look at all the things that we are doing. That's true, of course, and there's, and there's a lot to be said on that side. But it's also about prompting universities themselves to engage in policy debates, engage with key thinkers, key decision makers, and to really assert and, and understand what that, their role is and assert that and know how to communicate that. Well, if you take a country like India, which is the third biggest higher education sector in the world after the US and China, it currently has in the region of 630 universities and 35,000 colleges. Um, You can see in a sector that big that the implications of what they are doing are immense and so yes globally we're talking if you include the tertiary sector more broadly you're talking about hundreds of thousands of institutions potentially they could be a very very powerful force for 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 sustainable development couldn't they yeah and for social change not only could they be they are and they should be seen to be and that's what we're trying to get at. What I would like to see in the HE tertiary sector more broadly in terms of strengthening the nexus between HE and development is better resourced universities, more more equitable access into universities. And I think whilst there has been exponential growth in enrolments, quality hasn't been consistent across the board. So I think that's something that could be looked at. And so I think Stemming from that, you would look to develop much stronger partnerships between um, HE and civil society, much stronger partnerships and also consultative relationship between higher education and policymakers. Um, I would like to see much greater um, focus on strengthening capacity within universities. So it's not just about supporting technical programmes. I mean, a good example that I can give you at the moment is that it's a, a programme that's just literally been been approved is a fellowship programme, and it's on climate science, and it's going to be um, based in Africa, and it's going to sponsor 100 academic fellowships for one year, tenable within Africa, so from African institutions to African institutions, and it will be focused on climate change research and locally applicable climate science. And alongside that, we will also be developing an institutional strengthening programme that will enable and support those fellows when they return so that their research doesn't just get lost and all the skills and experience that, that they've been able to gain whilst on the fellowship is actually sustained and that they are able to generate more research and more insights into what is you know an area of critical impact within um, within and across Africa. One of the most talked about millennium development goals in the last round 
was primary education. Mm -hmm. It is regarded as one that has been taken seriously and we've seen rises in the number of children who have been able to, to have primary education. Do you think there's a danger that your emphasis on higher education could mean that primary education moves down the priorities, that it gets kicked out? Absolutely not. <laughs> or at least I would hope that that wasn't the case. And I feel quite strongly about this. I don't think that different sections or different parts of the education system should be pitted against one another. I don't think you set your priorities by stating that we'll focus on this area to the exclusion of this area. It is fundamentally connected. So primary education is critically important. There's been a lot of success in achieving very wide access in developing contexts to primary education. But to deliver primary education, who do you need? You need qualified, good teaching, all areas as complementary and needing joined up thinking. If you want more information about this important campaign, and the ACU's called it The World Beyond 2015 is Higher Education Ready, then go to their website, that's www.acu.ac.uk slash beyond hyphen 2015. If you can't remember that, it's on our website. And follow them on Twitter at HEBeyond2015.